Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Growing up, cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid. But I had to give it up because I realized it was too full of sugar and junk. I really shouldn't eat that stuff. Go to magicspoon.com slash TMS and grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code TMS at checkout and save $5 off your order. Coming up on TMS, Yawning Tiger Hidden Dragon. This candle smells like my Kyvax. My divorce was free. Scott hates balls in his tea. The vag, the vag, the vag is on fire. Men are spiders, women are kittens. Yeah, when you put it that way, it's still gross. Donnie pneumatic. Gwyneth's explosive vagandal. Pen 15 could not be done with dudes. Broke back bathtub. Taco submergible. O'Hare he didn't. Bring in sexy back with jury and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Hi, I uh, invited Robert for dinner. <laughs> oh, how nice. And I only have cold cuts. Well, why don't I just go and get some Kentucky Fried Chicken? Burger and coffee. Coming right up. The morning stream. The This is the morning stream. It's just what the doctor ordered. Everybody, welcome back to TMS. It is the morning stream, and it is Tuesday, January nineteenth, twenty twenty-one. I be Scott Johnson. There be Brian Ibbett. Yar, hello, Scott Johnson. Hello. You be cleaning those decks, and then you be putting the sail up, or whatever pirates do. These pipes are clean. <laughs> I guess he wasn't a pirate, but uh, no, but it's fine. The pirate ship reference. Yeah, very well done. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. It's Tuesday. We're glad to be here. Hope you're all well. Yes. Uh, is it the day? It's not the day of. Wait. Today's the day not before. The ina- it's the day before the inauguration. Okay. Inauguration tomorrow. A, a grand uh, every four to eight year tradition here in the States United. Right. Uh, we. Uh, it's nothing weird this time. It's all good. Everything's good. <laughs> Part of me wants to... Uh, to be a dick and set off firecrackers uh, t- tomorrow when Do the, it. during the like for the inauguration because do it. It seemed like uh, we had some neighbors that uh, you know set those off anytime. Anytime, anytime was, was a happy Trump day. Of, uh, sure, Look, Trump do- accomplishment. So really, they didn't set them off very much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Look, uh, why not? Let your freak flag fly. Go ahead and. Pop off, yeah. Brian. Pop off. There we go. Yeah. I'll do that. I'll pop off. Pop off. Pop off. Pop off. Pop off. Oh, speaking of any excuse, that's fantastic. Can't, can't not do it. Nope. Yes. Uh, welcome to the show. I want to thank the hundreds, and I mean hundreds of people, who sent information about uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle exploding. Holy cow. Uh, and there's... I really want to. I want. I want Snopes on this. I want Snopes on this case. Yeah, someone needs to. We need a. We need a thorough investigation before we're willing to accept us at face value. Because I'm the same. I'm like, uh huh, sure, yeah. whatever. I know it's, that if you leave a candle burning for too long, 
you know, glass is glass and heat is heat. And if you're in the right conditions, you can pop the glass and the whole thing will fall apart because you were mm-hmm. dumb and left it on all night. Like that's a candle thing, not a right. Right. When and that will be an explosion. Thing. That'll be a crack. But the basically, you'll just get wax melting all over the damn place. Right. So for those not caught up on this, Gwyneth Paltrow made a candle for her Goop brand that is basically uh, it's supposed to be her her vaginal can candle her her Virginia. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's not even as uh, you know. It's a floral candle that Gwyneth Paltrow alleges. Uh, smells like her nethers. Yeah, which I don't believe for a minute I don't because it just sm- it's just yes. a lovely candle. I uh, the reason I know and I, and because- I fart rainbows. Gwyneth. What do you think of that? <laughs> I know you do because I've seen yes. the colors come out of your I pants. Poop tootsie rolls. Wanna- <laughs> of course, that's where you compare. Think- where do you think they come from? I, I tootsie right, rolls exactly, have an origin. Yes. So anyway, this thing was given to me by a friend of the show. Uh, Cleo, she sent that to me as a gift, and um, <laughs> yep. I fired it up numerous times. It's a lovely candle. It's just a nice candle, and mm-hmm. I've let it burn down pretty good uh, mm-hmm. before. But here's the story, and there's a whole bunch of sites uh, and and uh, and newspapers and stuff uh, echoing the story. So I'm not saying that's proof, but it's it's out there. So here's how it goes: Gwyneth Paltrow candle. Uh, it says here, uh, her vagina candle reportedly explodes in the UK inside of a woman's home. Better than a woman's, but anyway. <laughs> yes. The uh, Paltrow candle didn't pass the smell test according to a report. Uh, I don't understand that. That's weird. Okay. Anyway, uh, this candle, the actress petals on goop, exploded into flames in the living room of a UK woman who won the odorous, or, or excuse me, odiferous product on a quiz or in a quiz. According to the Sun, you know, you know that reliable uh, the Sun. Mm-hmm. With oh all yes, their, the yeah, Sun. Yeah, well, one of the great, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, reputable sources. Uh, sure, uh-huh. journalism's never known a higher mark than what they get out of the Sun over there. Anyway, the candle exploded and emitted huge flames with bits flying everywhere. Says Jody Thompson, age fifty. She told the outlet, uh, "I've never seen anything like it. The whole thing was ablaze, and it was too hot to touch." Well, yeah, if it's on fire, like freaking, mm-hmm. okay. Mom <laughs> says there was an inferno in the room. Well, that seems like a little bit of an exaggeration. Inferno? Yeah. Was it towering? I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, was Gwyneth ever in a movie with like, uh, you know, like a, a volcano or uh, Dante's Peak or anything? That I'm trying to think. No, there's nothing. I got nothing. Yeah, I don't have anything either. She does yeah. say that her and her partner, David Snow, that sounds like a fake name for a you're trying to protect the innocent, <laughs> doesn't it? It's the baseball. So she's the heat miser, and and he's the uh, the snowman, uh, snow miser. <laughs> oh yeah, he's perfect to have involved. I didn't think of that. That's great. That's right. Yes. They said together they threw the flaming candle out the front door. Yoink! They just mm-hmm. threw it out and mm-hmm. uh, let the neighbors deal with it. Anyway, it says it could have burned the place down. It was scary for the time, uh, but funny looking back that Gwyneth's vagina candle exploded into my living room. She says. <laughs> I hope I hope they opened up their sliding doors and tossed it out. Yeah, I do too. I know yeah. why you're saying that too. I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I totally uh-huh. get it. Yeah. Uh yeah, so uh, <laughs> we we don't have any proof of this, but apparently uh boy, you guys just uh, like every other tweet yesterday, um I know. It was yeah, it like was hundreds a hundred emails, Brian. A I emails. I believe it. Yeah. Of people going Anything that has to I mean cuz it's got all of the it's got all of the tick the boxes, the check boxes, right? 
Oh yeah, this would be a story they'd give us even if we didn't have intimate uh, relations with that candle already. You know what I mean? Right. Like if exactly. we didn't already have that candle, we would have still had people say, oh, this is a great TMS story. But because we had the candle and it's a great TMS story, perfect storm is what I say. Perfect mm-hmm. storm. Yes. Anyway. Exactly. Uh, so, um, uh, 50, so I'm looking at the article from The Sun. Okay. And the last photo that they put in the article is a shot of this woman's home okay her entertainment center all right her nice hardwood hardwood floors that it looks like she keeps her candles and a uh a lava lamp okay on. yeah very hip very cool <laughs> all right. um but i mean they can't like a hardwood floor and then just the lava like basically right on the uh the candles right on the hardwood floor right next to like uh those paper dangly things next to your tv and uh yeah I, you know. I, I'm going to say we may be looking at someone who's really bad at home uh, fire safety. That's is, right. Is what yes. we're looking at. Yeah, this person. And 50 centimeters, if my math is correct, 50 centimeters, because she's saying a 50 centimeter flame left from the candle out the glass jar. Am I right that a centimeter, 10 centimeter, or I'm, I'm sorry, 10 millimeters is a centimeter, right? Yes, correct. It's all tens. So 500, uh, 500 millimeters, which is the length of this ruler yeah i'm holding in my hand yeah that's how high the flame was so here's a dramatic reenactment oh sweet look oh it smells like hmm, Gwyneth paltrow's vagina i'll just light it (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i think maybe she's full oh dear i think something happened i think david snow snuck some glycerin in there did something weird you know what i mean like Right. That's a little. Exactly. That's a little much. That can't. The stuff in there is just wax. Yes, exactly. I, I think. Uh, yeah, I think this woman is uh, uh, is trying to you know come across or you're trying to get across that something about Gwyneth, Pal- Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina is flammable. Oh yeah, yeah. They actually put like like uh, kisses blood in that comic book. <laughs> that they actually put some of. <laughs> oh my gosh. Put some of Gwyneth into every jar of candle. Yeah, that then you're now you're cooking with gas. Right. Do that. Exactly. So I call BS and, and Snopes, uh, you know, when you're done actually fact checking important things, please, please look at this uh, article and Yeah, and thanks for everyone who sent that. That just shows you're engaged. And uh right, we exactly. appreciate that a lot. Okay. Uh also we heard from a listener, this is uh Tim who wrote in and said, um, so this is a really interesting perspective. I'm so glad he wrote in because we've been talking kind of ad nauseum the last, I don't know, week or something about mm-hmm. what movies were so hugely impactful. Impact. Yeah. Yeah. Impactful, mm-hmm. influential or whatever in our, in our formative years. And for us, or for a lot of people, John Hughes fits that quite nicely. Others sure. have mentioned others, and then we've tried to figure out what generation has what and that sort of thing, and which ones carry forward and all that. So we've been having that back and forth conversation, and uh, in comes this perspective that I honestly I had just not given any thought to. So I really like this. Tim says uh, he has thoughts on what movies matter when you grow up, and he says I was born in 1980 and grew up in a uh, grew up as a Mexican kid in a small racist town, USA. He didn't say what town. I've, I've driven through there and I've gotten gas, I, I think, at their gas station. <laughs> Rifle County. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> says, I hated all the John Hughes movies. Just full of shitty rich white kids and the whole world in front of them and they're still miserable. 
there uh, there really weren't no, any he's movies. Not wrong. <laughs> he's not. He's not. They, yeah. It says they were really there. Sorry, there really weren't any movies about Mexican kids. Maybe La Bamba or American Me, but those weren't great for kids. I guess I related to the black people movies most, like Friday and the kid and play movies. Interesting yeah, perspective. Really I hadn't thought point. of that. Like, what a bunch of yeah. whiny boobs we are sometimes, you know? It's true. The only one of the characters that was even um, barely scraping by in all those John Hughes movies, and somebody might be able to to uh, offer more, but I think it was um, Molly Ringwald's character in... I'm sorry, not Molly Ringwald's. Uh, well, Molly Ringwald in Pretty in Pink was... She lived on the other side of the tracks, right? Yeah, she came from With a Harry Dean Stanton and a lower place. Yeah, kind of had to scrape money together. But I think um, wasn't uh, some kind of wonderful. Wasn't um, oh right, and Mary ben, Stuart Masterson's yeah. character. She was super poor. Was the idea? Uh, so was so was Bender. John Bender was also. We don't know that he's well. He says he was. I mean, the way that's he described, true. That's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he described his home life as you know abusive dad. What I got from and, my dad on Christmas. Yeah, cigarette. Pack burns. of cigarettes. Smoke up, Johnny boy. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there are. So I guess what I what I related to wasn't so much the whiny oh, oh woe is me, mm-hmm. you know stuff. Mm-hmm. What I what I related to was interrelationships in high school were hard. And these people, yeah. these people illustrated pretty well my experience. Uh, that being said, now that you mention it, I don't know if there are any. Are there any people of color in any John Hughes movies <laughs> that I can think of? I really can't think of any. Now he's spe- obviously John Hughes is speaking from his experience and his growing up and all you know his whatever. So maybe mm-hmm. he didn't grow up around anybody of color, but I'm just saying there just doesn't seem to be a lot of representation in those movies. I mean, even things like. Planes, trains, or Uncle Buck, or freaking any of it. Are there yeah. are there black people in his movies? Someone tell me, quick. <sighs> I don't think there are. I think there God, are. I, hate, I know. I mean, I hate. I hate. Uh, I hate thinking that one of my one of my hero one of my movie heroes, movie directing heroes, was you know, didn't feature any sort of representation in his movies, but really I'm having a hard time. Like, no, it was just white kids. Weird science. Uh, it was people like us. Some kind of one. Uh, Which explains uh, why mm. we liked it so much and why we were into it because it was a pretty good mirror to our upbringing. But <laughs> turns out. I know. And Laura for real wants to bring up, well, uh, you know, Long Duck Dong was. Uh, Oh yeah, uh, a non a non white uh, character in a Johnny Hughes film. <laughs> we yeah. probably we don't want that to be our only uh, our only represent our only source of representation it, of it different might, cultures. And it might races be though, and, right? It might actually be. Jeez, that's no good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm Dice not Tomato gonna, says yeah. uh, I'm black and I didn't particularly care nor notice. Well, good. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's good. I mean, here's the uh, you know whatever. It's like anything. There's going to be. Uh, there's going to be, there's going to, there you're going to have stuff like this. And I'm not, I, this isn't me going, oh no, what was John Hughes thinking? I'm not, I'm not about to retcon my entire yeah. love of his movies. I think his oh, movies are Yeah, magical. I mean, there was the whole scene where Anthony Michael Hall is like, you cannot hold a smoke. That's what it is. So, you know, there, there we go. Uh, <laughs> who was he? 
Who is he? I don't want to know. Like just <laughs> he was just doing a racist. I don't want to uh, know what he was yeah. doing. Something bad. Somebody, somebody named Kaivax in our chat room says we talked about this on Film Sack 401. I mean, I think you mean you guys talk because I don't know what a Kaivax is. I don't know. What a I know is. There's Never a Randy Deluxe and there's yeah. a Brian Dunaway, but I don't know what a Kaivax. Well, there's an old uh, the Toyota Kaivax <laughs> was around in the city. Oh, the 70s. Toyota Kaivax yeah. is that the one that would blow up when you ran into it? No, that was the that was the Ford Pinto, that was, but the Kaivax. That was the with the Paltrow candle. <laughs> this candle smells like my Kyvax. <clears throat> yeah, I love uh, you, Randy. Yeah, we, Just, know, uh, we know who you are. We know exactly who you are. Um, yeah, yeah, we probably did, we probably but I did, did have the, to double take. I mean, I know these Kyvax and on the, the sure, uh, but I don't think we talked stuff. about it like in this context, did we? We didn't get this deep with it. Like, I don't feel like I feel like this is hitting me right in the head. Like this email really caught me off I guard. Know. No, I. <sighs> It, like, it does feel kind of uh, sad. Like, yeah. I'm looking back. It's like, oh, man, I, I don't want that to be the case. Learning XP says without Ernie Hudson and Ghostbusters. John Hughes had nothing to do with Ghostbusters. Yeah. We're not talking about the yeah. whole of 80s Dice Tomato, Dice Tomato brought up Lloyd Dobler and Say Anything as being um, poor. And it was like, oh, that was Cameron Crowe. That wasn't, that wasn't John Hughes either. Definitely not John Hughes, yeah. Oh, you're making it see, but I love yeah. these movies. It's not I guess what I'm saying is it's okay to feel like you relate to a thing, but it would be good if during the eighties when I was being brought up, if there were uh, it would have been better if we were better at representation in, in film yeah, and, and exactly. entertainment. Just hey, I'm gonna, you know I'm gonna redirect or I'm gonna deflect, Scott. Hey, how about that sex in the city? Huh. Oh yeah, that was good <laughs> for stuff. for rich white women, huh? Yeah, yeah. let's look at that. Yeah, that was uh, real we'll good. Just push push our discussion. Yeah, and, and they were all about these white. How about men? that Sex in the City? Yeah, Sex in the City. It definitely fits. What about you know Seinfeld? they're doing a, a not a reboot, but a, another oh god ten episode sequel on HBO. Really? Yeah, and Kim Cattrall. Well, Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, let's just say they don't get along. So, are they not going to uh, be on together then? No, Kim, Kim Cattrall is not participating in the Sex and the City uh, oh. reboot. I didn't know they didn't get along. Was that true the whole production? They never. It was along? apparently true. I guess. Yeah, she. Uh, Kim Cattrall was on an interview. I guess I could just call her Kim at this point. Kim was on an interview with Piers Morgan, and said something about how she never felt like they welcomed her as part of the group. And I'm guessing that they were like, there was like a little clickish thing between Cynthia Nixon and Kristen Davis and Sarah Jessica Parker that that they they didn't include Kim Cattrall in. I know why. The, I mean is the age difference that big you think or no, what? I know what it is. They she mannequin? was she was in mannequin and they're pissed. <laughs> mannequin he was the <laughs> Yeah. They hate mannequin. And who could yeah. blame them? They built Yeah, they I hate that, mannequin too. Had that horrible Starship song in it. Like <laughs> The, the worst uh, James Spader uh, performance you'll ever see. Yeah. is about a mannequin who comes to life. <laughs> what, who, who would want to hang around Oh, with you? my God. When we, that, speaking of film sack, that does need to be on the list. I think it probably is or has been or could. Uh, hey, let's check with this Toyota Ka- Kyvax in the chat room. Maybe you can <laughs> the new Toyota Kyvax. Get in there and get that on the list there, buddy pal. <laughs> well anyway we've uh we've we've had our anyway our yeah, what are we? Things. this is great uh all right we have time for the news today which is lovely because sometimes we run out of time but not today yeah. and it starts with this let's get to the news brought to you by 
The Boop Show, happening tonight. Scott, what's on tap for you? Well, at 3.30 Mountain Time, we'll do it live here uh, at frogpants.tv, but you can catch it on the podcast if you want. Uh, we are, uh, me and Brian Dunaway, are going to be doing a, a deep, deep hard look at a couple of indie video games. Now, one of them, arguably less indie than usual, but it came, uh, it's a sequel to uh, the, the originally indie game called Everspace, which was this <laughs> really cool... Um, kind of roguelike uh imagine ftl but with like really good graphics it was kind of like that and uh this is a sequel to that and it's a very very different game i played a ton of it and i'm very excited to talk about it so come and hear what me and dunaway have to say about the games we've chosen plus a whole bunch of other fun stuff we do it on the weekly that's at frogpants.com slash b-o-o-p for details or you can just search for it wherever you get your podcasts and you'll get it there okay brian let's start today's news off with this story a uh, Crossville law firm. I don't know where Crossville is. I don't either. Uh, don't don't assume because I go by the name Coverville that I know every other ville. Oh, you don't know all the villes? Scott, come oh. on. I don't know all the villes, man. What about uh, Whoville? You know, are you familiar with Whoville? Whoville? I'm certainly familiar with Whoville. Okay. Uh, do you my, know about... Um, my GPS grew three sizes larger when I looked that one up. Let me, <laughs> let me look up Crossville and see if I can figure out where this is. How about Although Shelbyville? Although the chat like, room is going to beat me to it. They probably will. Shelbyville? Do you like Shelbyville? <laughs> I do like Shelbyville. Uh, Tennessee is, what I'm, oh, okay. is what I'm seeing probably. All right. Fair enough. It sounds like something might happen in Tennessee. Crossville Law Firm is giving away free divorce... Uh, work so basically they'll handle your divorce case mm-hmm. for Valentine's Day. So they're going to do a run of free oh, divorce how cases. Nice. Yeah, isn't that nice? Yeah, so you're breaking up with this uh, person you've been married to for ten years. You're all done. He had an affair with a secretary. <laughs> you're out of there. And these guys are kind enough to belly up and say, "Happy uh, Valentine's Day." Here's your free lawyering for your divorce case. Nothing says I love you like you've been served. Yep, that's right. <laughs> I guess that's a different thing, but. <laughs> Yeah, I guess, I guess it depends on how severe this divorce is. <laughs> yeah, if you're getting served for a divorce, well, you could yeah. Yeah, you could see that though. This stuff's pretty bad. We uh, we're still watching uh, Pen Fifteen. Oh yeah, enjoying it tremendously. Watching these thirty-three year old women <laughs> a- aptly play thirteen-year-olds, especially yeah. freaking Maya around God, around other thirteen-year-olds. It's just around nuts. other thirteen-year-olds, which gets a little awkward when they have to kiss. And oh yeah, uh, oh, yeah. if and this was dudes. It would. They wouldn't happen. Oh, would not happen. No, it for sure. Happen. Oh my God! I didn't even, didn't even think about that. <laughs> I did. I was watching it with Kim, and I went, "You know, if this was like about two guys in junior high, and these were all thirteen-year-old girls, we're not doing this. This isn't a show." Right. This exactly. Exist. Oh God! No kidding. Yeah. I wow. Remember, that's a. But that it is. It is a tremendously funny show, and uh, I mean, both actresses are great, but the the woman who plays Maya is just freaking brilliant. Yeah, she's really good. Really nails that the actions of a whacked out 13-year-old. That's her actual mom, by the way. I know, yeah. Yeah. It's great. There is a scene (laughs) where she's consoling her daughter after some, I can't remember what happened. In the bathtub. In the bathtub. uh, So you got your naked real mom and you're naked in the tub. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't deal with that. It's a funny show. uh, The only way to... That that scene can work, or that that uh, uh, that casting can work. Yeah, and then there's already people in the chat saying, "Wait, why is this okay for girls?" Yeah, no, this is the age old question. I don't I don't know the answer. I don't know why it's mm-hmm. more acceptable, but apparently right. it is. We're not going to solve that today. I can promise you that. 
Yeah. So, so don't look to me and Brian for why is it okay for girls to kiss. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But, but it just is, and it's yeah. a universal truth. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, maybe it isn't, but it, but society says it's at least a little. I mean, listen, if this was two dudes and this was the show, it's all mm-hmm. you would have heard about for months. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's all we would have talked about was this controversial thing, and the show would have been canceled, and everyone would have would have been you know fired and moved on and whatever. But I don't know why it is. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't. No, hey, totally. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm saying I don't know. I don't get it. Society's weird. Sometimes we're like, okay, let me ask you this, Brian. Let's get philosophical yes. here. All right. Oh gosh. Okay. Let's say I just now, hat. like right now, across the room. Let's say I see a brown recluse creeping up over here. Sure. Okay. And I go, it's a brown recluse. Yeah. That's a spider. It's you know, it's on its back. <clears throat> right. Causes the necrosis where your skin just eats away. That's yeah. So I'm thinking about all that stuff and I'm going, oh no, yeah. I must go smash the spider. And so I do. I go kill it without yeah. remorse. I smush it into the ground and go, then really grind it out. Right. Yeah. Now, if that was a kitten, I would be treated very differently. <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> So what I'm saying is society has their limits, right? And I don't know where those no, lines sometimes are. No, a kitten is are. not going to kill you if it bites you. <laughs> right. Or, but, like, make your skin eat away. All right, well, let's say it's a spider that's non-poisonous, that isn't going to eat me and give me necrosis. Let's just say it's a big furry spider. <laughs> I love Scott analogies. I love... People are still going to step on that spider and kill it, <laughs> even if it isn't going to hurt anybody. Or let's say a snake that isn't poisonous. They're still going to kill it. Because they're like, we can't have a snake in here. We get, we must kill it. We must put traps well, out for the mice. Chances are you invited the kitten into your house. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but that's my point. It's lines, right? So, society has its lines. And for some reason, Pen15 gets away with a certain line. Whereas if it was men, it'd have to be scooched way back here and they wouldn't get away with it. Yeah. So what is that? That's yeah. is that a combination? No, of it's a double standard. Is history what it is. and and society yeah. and experience and like I don't know what makes yeah. up these things. My my point to the chat room today is we're not going to decide this on the air today. We can't. <laughs> no, it'll take it would take a lot more than the the time we have allotted. Yeah. I mean, I think what it comes down to is it shouldn't be okay. Uh, if if it's not okay one way, it shouldn't be okay the other way. Like we should basically say. Um, no, having uh, a 13-year-old kid uh, feel up to 33-year-old women probably isn't okay. Although I guess you never really see. Yeah, no, they never kind of- they never do that. They never go that far. But they but they do like you know. Oh, uh, the prom the ending prom scene of season one, Scott. Yeah, or not but- prom, but the dance scene. Yeah, I get. Yeah, they get right up to the edge. But I'm but 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 yeah. in, in, if it was dudes, it wouldn't even it would be a million miles from this. Like a million miles, yes, would not. Yeah. Right. And there's yeah, nothing yeah. wrong with asking why. You know. No, Let's exactly. Try to figure out why. That's all I'm saying. But today is not the day we're going to solve. It. <laughs> Maybe we get Jerry's take. <laughs> oh my god. Jerry's hot take on that. Oh, uh, he. I don't know if he'd even want to. All right. <laughs> Here's another story for you. Oh, I never got to the point. Oh yeah, I did. They're giving away free. Uh, they're giving away free yeah, divorce yeah. stuff. So go get free it. divorce uh, for Valentine's Day. Although I guess it's just <laughs> one free divorce, so you have to win the contest. I want to know what the criteria is. Like, do you have to have the worst marriage? Is that what they're going to be rating? Like they're going to be like you write it and say, oh, "My husband does this and this and this, and yeah, that's why you... I should get the free divorce." Exactly. How do they? How are they going to distinguish or discriminate? <laughs> 
Maybe they just take as many as they can until they run out of, you know, there's like a limit of 20 and then they just do 20. No, it's one. There's what like says conducting conducting a contest to give away a free divorce for Valentine's oh, a Day. A free. I thought it was just yeah. free divorce stuff. Interesting. I want to see if we can get there's got to be like a an application page and I want to see <laughs> My Here we husband. go. All right. The divorce must be agreed upon by both parties. Contestants must submit a story as to why they wish to get divorced to our office. The poorly worded. That is really uh, poorly worded. What paralegal yeah. did you task with writing that? <laughs> That's bad. Yes. Submissions be accepted through the close of business February 15th. So the day after Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. the winner selected Friday, February 19th. They thought of this too late. Submissions must also include a telephone number, no cost for entry. Contestants will not be charged for Mrs. Power's services or court funding fees. Um, it, obviously, the obvious thing is that they'll give away one prize and they'll have a bunch of people who now can become paid clients who didn't win. It's yeah. a great marketing thing to be able That's to say. That's what this is. Well, you That's didn't win, is. but uh, you know we can... We'll handle your divorce for this much. Yeah, we'll file for free, but that means you got to sign on for the full meal deal. You're yep. totally right. That's what this is, and we're helping promote it. We're we're helping them with their promotion right now. Is what we're doing. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yes, it's well kind done, of uh, law firm. Well it's done. Kind of brilliant. Yeah, good Uh-oh. job. Uh, all right. Here's a better story. <laughs> what was that movie with Tom Hanks where he hung out in an uh, airport all the time, or for a long time? Uh, the Terminal. Terminal. That's what it was. The Spielberg mm-hmm. deal. Well, uh, we have a story that's a lot like that. Uh, A man lived inside O'Hare Airport for three months before he was detected. Uh, This is uh, O'Hare is Chicago, right? Yeah. O'Hare, Chicago. Sorry, I jumped onto. I I got to keep going here because I (laughs) I linked to the PowersLawCrossville.com website. Yeah. And all right, so before you go there, you're going to a website for a law firm. Uh, I'm going to tell you that they've got full motion video on their um, on their homepage at oh, the top of their page. Good. I won't what go do you there. think that full motion video of a law firm would be? Um, okay, that's interesting. Hold on. So my my natural tendency to say is to say like any of these things, or even like drug commercials. People are supposed to be out being having fun, hanging out of the park, dancing, whatever, like just people living their lives in some like sort of nicely filmed way. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like B-roll of, oh, you know, we'll help you get through it and all that. Yeah, that's not what this is. It is it is a video of a tiger yawning (laughs) that they've got going forward and then in reverse. Why? Because it looks initially, you're thinking, "Oh, the tiger's roaring," and then you see the telltale, like the 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 cheeks kind of mushing together, like a cat does when it yawns. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I gotta give this to you. Well, that's really weird. Okay, that's legit weird. Yeah. Here, and I'll... then they show it forward, and then they show it in reverse, and it's like an uh, like a uh, constantly looping, and then they've got like, um. Well, you got to see like this chat. Blurry dust particles to make it look like it's, you know, like they photographed this in the wild. Why? Why? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess Margaret Jane Powers is a tiger, is a yawning tiger hidden dragon. Is that uh You think they just had someone's someone's kids good at websites and they're just like 
Can I do the cool lion reversing itself and like yawning over and over? Would that yeah, be okay? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Wow. That's <laughs> I just love, I love that it's yawning and that, you know, somebody's going to say, no, no, it's, it's roaring. It's like, you know, it's, it's, no, it's clearly yawning. yawning. Yeah, yeah. There's no, <laughs> there's no roar there. <laughs> That's officially this one of the strangest things I've ever heard. <laughs> All right. Well. All right. Sorry. Let's let's talk about uh, let's talk about Tom <laughs> let's Hanks. Move on to yep. somebody living in O'Hare. Tom Hanks is stuck in an, in an airport. Everybody, a man lived inside there for three full months. Nobody knew he was there. He's a California man who people say uh, claimed to be too afraid to fly due to COVID nineteen. Hid out for months in the O'Hare International Airport until this weekend and got arrested. Uh, hmm. Adita Singh. Aditya 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 Singh, Singh yeah, I think that's it age 36 he's charged with felony criminal trespass to a restricted area of an airport and misdemeanor theft um, <laughs> in bond court Sunday prosecutor says Singh arrived at the O'Hare airport on a flight from Los Angeles on October 19th and allegedly has lived in the airport security zone ever since without detection Cook County uh, Judge Susan Ortiz reacted incredulously to the news Saying, so, if I understand you correctly, you're telling me that an unauthorized, non-employed individual was allegedly living within the secure part of the O'Hare Airport Terminal from October 19th until January 16th and was not detected. I want to understand you correctly. She was just blown away. <laughs> it sounds like a Judge Judy clip. Kind of does. So, if I understand you correctly. <laughs> she starts doing this. Shut up, sir. I'll get to you. Shut up. I love when she does her watch thing. Like, hurry up. <laughs> She's great. Put her on the Supreme uh, Court. What are we doing? Uh, no kidding. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. I'll, I'll, I'll vote. I'll would she? Sign. Would she be eligible? I guess you could be eligible as long as you're in good standing with the bar, right? You don't yeah, have to. I think so. If you've got somebody wacky enough to put your name forward and you get passed, why not? I mean, come on. Would we really put somebody from a reality show in a place of power like that, Scott? I that mean, that seems crazy now that you say it that way. You're yeah, right. come on. Yeah. No one's ever going to take uh, what, somebody whose <laughs> previous fame is almost exclusively from a reality I mean, show. She's on the MC. host of a reality show. Seriously, would we put her in a position of power no, like that? No. I can't imagine it. I just can't imagine that happening. <laughs> well, anyway, here's what he did to survive there. <clears throat> Uh, oh, the United, there's a couple of United employees found him, asked him for his identification. <clears throat> uh, he said he lowered his mask and showed them an airport ID badge that was uh, he was wearing around his neck. The badge actually belonged to an operations manager who had reported it missing since late October. Uh, so the employees called 911. Boy, they did more work there than they did my last time I flew with their, their airline. <laughs> United is garbage. I hate United. Hate them. Yeah, I don't like I don't like flying United. Either. Never had a good experience. Anyway, Haggerty and Singh reportedly found the badge in the airport. It was uh, his, his claim is he was too scared to go home because of COVID. Uh, told uh, she told the other judge um, uh, the passengers were giving him food and stuff like that. Here's the thing: um, it, if you're afraid of COVID, and that's why you're staying. See, I don't buy this because an airport mm-hmm. is a transient place full of people coming in and going out if you're gonna get it you're gonna get it there not on that one flight i agree i don't think it was like did he just get to the airport and decide that he was too afraid to fly it's weird because of covid but he stayed at the airport instead of going back to to his home or wherever he was staying in in 
Chicago. <laughs> it's just really weird. It sounds like Hokum. I think he made up. It story. does sound like Hokum, like because uh, of COVID. We're going to be using that for a long time. Oh, what? What? Uh, yeah. What's why your did you steal that car? Uh, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> why did you? Uh, why aren't these papers on my desk at eight a.m.? COVID. <laughs> COVID. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. Moving on. A. Uh, uh, oh, this is great. But, but good on him for for staying undetected for three months. That actually is pretty damn impressive. I know. You think they'll do a movie? They could do a yeah. movie. And you have, <laughs> I'm not trying to be, this isn't me being, you know, uh, typecasty or anything, but have sure. that dude from, um, he's in the new Marvel thing too, but he's from, uh, Camille Nanjani. Yes. Nanjani. Yeah. Have him play this guy, yeah. make it a comedy. Dude, he's really funny. Do three, three he's months of this guy movie. hiding out in O'Hare. Nate, you got your movie. There's your script. Thank still you. have to be super buff. He'd have to explain why he's super buff. Oh yeah, because he's really buff right now. He's super jacked right now because of the Eternals thing. Yeah, and he send he puts up like Instagrams and stuff, and he's he's not letting it go. He's as buff as oh, I've really? ever seen. So like he's I think they're finished. Are they are they finished filming I think they're or finished. did they just pause it because of COVID? Are they? <laughs> I think they're done, and he's just staying buff. Well, I mean, I, you know what. <laughs> I mean, if I looked like that, I would do everything in my power to stay looking like that. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> I wish I wish when I was uh, 118 pounds, or no, 218 pounds or whatever I was in 2015, I wish I would have stayed there. That would have been great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't. Uh, ice cream <laughs> in the northeastern area of China has tested positive for COVID-19. Oh, no. They're going to have to sequester the ice cream. Yeah. The ice cream can't see any relatives. Mm. It was really looking forward to that birthday party with bubblegum uh, squash. It's not a, that's not a real flavor. I just made that flavor up. <laughs> Do you mean butternut squash? Wait. What did I say? Bubblegum squash? Bubblegum squash. <laughs> I don't even know why butternut squash. That's not a... That's not a flavor, flavor either. either, yeah. No. Of ice cream. No. <laughs> bubblegum squash is my uh, is my drag name. When yeah. I'm on RuPaul's Drag Race, Ooh. I'm going to be a bubble bubblegum squash. I'm voting for you on there. <laughs> uh let's see uh blah, 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 blah. this uh so this ice cream uh is th- okay so three ice cream samples chocolate strawberry and taro or taro i guess taro fruit or whatever it taro. is no taro root like uh, root, what root. poi is i always think of fruit um, but from, it's a root right it's a root it's a root taro root yeah okay. um and that is my go-to boba um boba smoothie flavor is uh taro i like fet I like boba fett more than that's <laughs> your that's your go-to fett is boba. I can't do boba tea because there's those. I, the whole point the is those balls the, in there. Yeah, the I, tapioca balls. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it. I feel yeah. like I'm. I feel like I'm eating fish eggs. That is like a. That's probably more divisive than cilantro. Yeah, for me, you either like them or you don't. And um, I mean, I bet we could do a a straw poll for that, and I bet you would be. It would be either right down the middle or it would be two-thirds hate the hate the tapioca balls, one-third like the tapioca balls. Yeah. So my wife loves them. I yeah. can't do it. To yeah, me, see, isn't that crazy? It's like, yeah. fi- it's like fish eggs for me, like the bait. That's what I mean. Oh, no, no. That's like, what the consistency They don't pop when me. you squish them. They're like little, um, oh. like little uh, licorice bites or something, but not... I mean, Not, they don't taste like licorice. Well, I mean, it's like yeah, they don't. T- I don't mean in audio. It's like having gummy, like having gummy worms in in your drink. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's actually yeah. right. 
Yeah. That's but that's gross. Is that's gross. <laughs> yes. When you put it that way, yes. <laughs> that's gross. Put your gummy worms in your drink. Right. No, right. I don't want to. I don't it's want just, to. Do it's just it's a drink that it requires some concentration because you know you're you're sucking up through the straw and all of a sudden you know, you get a it's like a, like the bank just gave you your uh, deposit slip back because you didn't fill out the right thing. Oh, I love, I love, uh, what's that called? Pneumonic vacuum, tu- tu- vacuum tubes. Vacuum tubes. <laughs> I wanted, when I was growing up, I wanted a whole house. Yeah. It was just all, everything's connected with vacuum tubes, like at the bank. I love that stuff so much. Just that rattle and that sound and off that thing goes and you have Shook. to have it be yeah. transparent so you see it flying through the house. I know, oh. but you know why? It's because it was the Jetsons. It was the closest thing we had to the Jetsons. Pneumatic tubes, that's it. Pneumatic, thank you, yes. Yeah. What is uh, Donnie? Donnie says, uh, Donnie says vacuum. Vacuum, <laughs> vacuum tubes. It's, uh, it's, it's. It's magnets, Donnie. It's done with magnets. <laughs> Donnie thinks it's vacuums. That's like the third Big Lebowski reference I've heard today. It's making me want to watch that movie. Oh, but that's not Big Lebowski. Isn't that's it? Just Shoot Me. Oh, you're right. It was uh, David Cross on uh, Just Shoot Me. Uh, you can't say Donnie without me thinking. Right, without you thinking of, of Buscemi. Yeah. yeah I, I what it. is that about? You're out, of your, you're out of your element, Donnie. Yeah. I can't you know what you're it. talking about, Don. Donnie. Do I have anything with Donnie in it? Hold on. <laughs> An audio clip with Donnie? I have. No. I have things like this. <laughs> Donald is very obviously shown here. I mean, look at his hairdo. Okay. That's great. Donnie pneumatic. That's really funny. <laughs> Donnie pneumatic tube. <laughs> you wouldn't have walked out of that movie. Was- I wouldn't have walked out. That would have been a great movie right there. Yep. Right. Dealey might just put the uh, the the David Cross bit into uh, chat if you uh, have oh. any interest in. Hold on, let me look at this here. Okay. Why am I unfamiliar with it? Oh yeah yeah yeah. I'm not hearing anything. If you're oh you don't hear it. No. Gosh, uh-huh. Dang it! I hate when I do that. It's all right. Sorry. It's okay. But as long as the chat room's able to hear it. No, they can't hear it either. Oh, okay. All right. Now let me try that again. Okay. Here we go. Hey, Donnie! I think I finally got those tubes figured out. You see, it uses hot air to force the capsule through the tubes. Donnie says vacuum. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That show was all right. It was all right. You know what? Yeah. For a a three camera, everybody laughs Mm -hmm. track thingy. Mm -hmm. It was pretty good. Great. Great ensemble, though. I mean, you had uh, David uh, Spade in there and... um, Laura Sanjiacomo. Wasn't and uh, that dude who was on uh, Galaxy Quest? Wasn't that uh, Nicholas uh, Pelotano? <laughs> <laughs> Not Pelotano. <laughs> hey, who is the guy? Ah, oh, my brain. Colin Col- Tony? Nicholas Colin Tony? Was Putty on it? there? No Putty? Or Putty was? or No? No Putty did that I remembered. Um, what am I thinking? Oh, he, um, he, he did the other show with uh, uh, Spade later. Um, Yes, they're all in bed. Single men, single, no, men of a certain men of a single singleton, singletons, singleton men. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Veronica Mars' dad. Yeah, that guy's cool. We love him. He's the Enrico. So happy to have you. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm trying to come up with. Is it Enrico Colantoni? That's it. Enrico. Enrico. Colantoni. That's it. That guy's great. I keep here's all right. Here's where my mind goes when I hear that name. 
I think it's the fake name that Frank Drebin, or I think it's the singer that Frank Drebin poses as to sing the national anthem in the in the police squad. Perfect. But it's a, it's Perfect. A Enrico Palazzo is who I'm thinking of. Perfect. That's yes. the perfect anyway. thing to remember. Well, anyway, your ice cream may have COVID. Enrico Palazzo. Uh, by the way, so these uh, these are made by the Daquino, Dacawido Food Company. They make cakes. Oh, the, the COVID ice cream? Yeah, ice cream, other frozen stuff. They locked everything down after they discovered it. Uh, let's see. They, uh, they Let's see. Infected samples made from milk and whey powder imported from New Zealand and the Ukraine. Uh, but, 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 uh, it's unclear if any of this got out. So anyway, just be careful. Don't, you know, ice cream. Just be careful. I can't have ice cream anymore, so I'm good. I'm safe. Oh, they make sugar-free ice cream. And it's gross. Have you had any? It's I've had horrific. Halo Top, and it's great. Really? Yes. Maybe I've just had the wrong kind. I had some hey, You've had the wrong ago. kind. Halo Top, uh, the one I recommend that I've had recently is like peanut Reese's Peanut Butter Cup style. And Halo Top... Reese's peanut butter cup. You will not think you're drinking sugar-free ice cream. Halo top creamery. Okay. Listen, listen, you know, the people who are so divided in the chat room over tapioca balls and boba are like all saying halo top is legit. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I don't, the dairy's fine. I'm okay with dairy. I just can't do tons of sugar. And I know there's lactose and, you know, it's a kind of sugar, but. I just can't do. Oh no! Jedi seventy one says Halo Top is also not sugar free. Really? Hold on a second. Have I been? Have I been uh, Seinfelding the yogurt basically and thinking that the uh, they're just really good. The fat free yogurt is not fat free. Oh man, you're they're right. It's not sugar free, but it's just lower. It's lower calorie. Oh yeah. Well, it's also yeah. So I guess it's got stevia and um, but it but it does have some cane sugar. Yeah. Uh, three no well, processed sugar is that all right? Is that good for you? Or uh... three hundred and thirty calories per pint? That's still a lot. That's usually three hundred and thirty calories per serving. So that's pretty low. I know. That's the only thing where you look at and say, "Wait, wait, this whole thing is a serving." Yeah, that's nuts. Because I don't. I, that's like a that's a four serving container oh, yeah. for me. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, that's Easily. multiple servings, but normally a single serving of regular ice cream would run you about three thirty calories for a single serving. Oh, I I want to say that the back and I'm this, I'll fully admit I might have misread this, but I thought that the back said uh, contents one serving. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm, hold on. Am I, like am I misremembering? What these a pint? Yeah, nobody eats a pint of anything in one sitting, do they? No. Well, okay, so yeah, I know it is. I, it, I did. Uh, Maybe they had a small version of it or something. Like a yeah, exactly. Little self-serve eat. Or- Look at the nutrition label on each pint of Halo Top. The serving size is still the typical half pi- half pint, or I'm sorry, half cup. But the brand says plays up the go ahead and eat the whole container. That's oh, that's oh. where I'm getting that. You yeah. bought right into that marketing. Well done, Halo Top. I didn't. Top. I don't. But I, I I may I misread it, but I <laughs> didn't follow it. Oh, I, f- I feel you. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Justin Robert Young will be here. I'm going to start things yes. with an email today because I got this thing to read him. Uh, before oh, cool. we go to that, though, a quick note that uh, we are supported by you fine folks at home. Uh, Patreon.com slash TMS is how you support this show. And when you do, it uh, makes things run, truly. Uh, big thanks to everybody who does. And uh, it's a new month of a new year. May as well hop in now, get extra content, get bonus stuff, get all kinds of cool monthly rewards over at patreon.com slash TMS. Brian, let's have a song now, can we? 
I would love that. How about this one right here? Uh, a Swedish blues rock band. Just let that, you know, let that sink in. A Swedish blues rock band. These guys sound like the Black Keys. Uh, they're called Black River Delta. And if you hear a band like, oh, here's a rock, a blues rock band called Black River Delta, you say, oh, I bet they're from Sweden. No, you wouldn't do that, right? <laughs> but they are from Bolognese, Sweden. And um, they've got a brand new single. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Brand new single coming out from their uh, album, which comes out this spring via Sofa Burn Records. <laughs> Don't put your Gwyneth Paltrow candle on your Sofa Burn. No. Uh, this is the title track of their brand new album. It's called Shaken. Here is Black River Delta.
you guys. Oh, man, I've been trying to cut down on carbs and sugar and unhealthy food in general. You've heard me talk about it on the show. Basically, it feels like I can't eat anything anymore as a result. It kind of drives me crazy. And with all this New Year business, we're all trying to eat better, right? But healthy breakfast doesn't have to be boring. Magic Spoon has the amazing flavors you love without all the bad stuff. And uh, I really like them. Zero sugar, 11 grams of protein, and only three net carbs, or excuse me, three net grams of carbs for each serving. That's very small, as is the translation there. So many of you have asked, you know, how do you build your own custom variety box over there at Magic Spoon? We've been working with these guys for a while, and we have been asked that question. And uh, now you can choose the best-selling versions of the cereal. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, blueberry flavors, plus brand new flavors, including peanut butter and cinnamon. Oh, <laughs> they're talking my language. Anyway, it tastes amazing, and honestly, it's a little too good to be true, but it is. It's keto-friendly also, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. Um, I think my new favorite, well, my favorite was cocoa, but I think my new favorite will probably be that peanut butter, sight unseen. I'll have to see when I get a box, but I want you guys to go to magicspoon.com slash TMS and grab a variety pack and try it today. Be sure to use this promo code TMS at checkout and save $5 on that order. They're so confident in their product, by the way, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash TMS and use the code TMS to save $5 off your order. And we thank Magic Spoon for sponsoring today's show. It's Darth Vader, watch out! And he's got a lightsaber! It's Kenner's Star Wars action figures, each sold separately. I got you now, Ben Kenobi! With R2-D2 and C-3PO, there's even Chewbacca and Han Solo. Wish my mom made chicken like this. Up, down, up, down. This is the morning stream. Whoops, I was muted. And we're back, everybody. Hi, we're back from our song break that took four or five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't, don't you just think we didn't just play music, because we did. We totally we just did. did. Oh, yeah, I heard that. It was great. It was a really good song. I really liked that. Yeah, that wow, was, was awesome. Good. Very, very good. All right. Uh, Justin Robert Young going to be joining us here in a second. We'll do a little jury duty today. It's our civic duty to do dirt jury duty. And uh, we doing look forward our, to doing it. Doing our duty. Always got to do your duty. I mean, that's the thing I really believe right. in. So let's start it out right. These are their stories. Do, do, diddly, diddly. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Welcome to the show, Mr. Justin Robert Young, one day shy of the uh, United States inauguration of a new president after a four-year term. Uh, exciting times all around. Justin, welcome to the show. Oh, hi. Ooh, you're very quiet. I hear barely. Oh, hold on. No, I just turned on my mic, which was probably why I was quiet. It's got, a, it's got a warm up. <laughs> yeah, it's got a warm up. It's old school. Just, just All right. How about now? Uh, a little going? louder. A little louder. A little louder? A little bit louder now. How about now? How about now? Uh, uh, maybe a tiny, tiny bit up more. A little more. A little more. All right. How about now? That's pretty good. Let's do that. Perfect. Cool. Uh, yes. Hey, it's Justin Robert Young. <laughs> What's going on, man? How the how the heck are you doing? 
Oh, you know me. Uh, 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 just uh, just another day in paradise here. Very windy in Oakland today. Oh, uh, I couldn't go for my run. I, I went out to uh, the lake. I normally run around. And both of my ear pods blew out of my head. It was so windy. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. You didn't lose them, did you? You got them okay? No, no, no. I, 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 it did stop me from running around the lake because I was afraid that they were just going to blow off into the water. <laughs> yeah, no, that's no good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow, that was, that's hot. That's brisk winds. Yeah. Uh, we had some of that our own selves, but that usually means uh, snow's coming. For you guys, it just means, what does it mean when it happens to you when you get a lot of wind? Nothing. I don't know. It's never happened before. Yeah. So uh, we're all going to find out. All right. Oh, gosh. 2021, surprises around every corner. Okay, I'm going to start <laughs> today's discussion with a quick email because uh, why not? Sure. Um, I didn't prepare you for this one. It's not much to prepare for, but it's interesting. This is Carter wrote in, not my daughter, somebody else. Another Carter. Yeah, although pretty funny. This person's name is Carter Smith, and the character that we saw in the tv show when kim was pregnant with carter uh which was an episode of uh, er not, wasn't it no it was csi a, no it was a oh frick what, what uh it's one of those like twilight zone shows but it's not twilight zone right uh tales from the crypt Out, or outer, outer limits? limits that's it outer, outer limits, limits. Okay. watch an episode of outer limits and there's this there's a, a female lawyer lady and her name was Carter Smith. So this guy's got her name, his mm. name. Or he oh. has her name. Anyway, wow. that's where and we got either her Either of them from. are Coach Carter. No, neither are Coach Carter. <laughs> uh, or Jimmy Carter. Okay, check this or out. Or Linda Carter. Uh, yeah. says, hey, Mo, Larry, and the cheese. I assume Jerry's the cheese. I don't know what nice. that means. Uh, he says, I love the segment with Jerry on the impeachment proceedings. I'm trying to figure out the odds on which party will destroy itself first and whether it will be a meltdown, an explosion, or a dumpster fire. I'll throw this freebie out there. Uh, what? Uh, uh, sorry, what every party decides that rather than sp- spending scarce resources on a ceremonial lynching on a matter that's moot in a couple of weeks, uh, that does me no immediate help. What would help is if Congress directed all of that energy toward fixing the crisis at the post office. So basically he's saying don't bother with the impeachment thing post Election just spend your your time and effort on fixing the postal service. So he says this bombed out by the shelling from COVID, uh, creating a strain on the service from vastly increased volumes and staff out sick. This resulted in millions of post office workers and customers not receiving packages and vendors losing money from the lost sales and logistics troubleshooting. He says, yes, I have stake in this game. I've had many delays, including one package we've been tracking for one and a half months. Uh, whichever party fixes this gets my unabashed temporary support. (laughs) It's a fairly easy fix. Just throw resources at it. Have the military help. They're good at logistics. Just a thought. Thanks for the shows. Carter. I just wondered if you had a, you know, any sort of take on that. Because I do like, I do like the pairing of the terms "unabashed temporary support." Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you will um, get my undying love for a few minutes. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. For for at least a fortnight. Yeah. Um, right. So uh, a few things that we can tease out of this. I don't want to go into the the specific uh, uh, solutions because I am by no means an expert when it comes to the post office or or how to fix it. Uh, particularly, I, I will say that what he's suggesting is basically what people are betting on in Congress, that the further we get away, I mean, as of right now, as we speak to you on Tuesday morning, uh, West Coast time, at least, Donald Trump has scheduled the rest of his presidency. Yeah. He is going to take off from uh, uh, Andrews Joint Air Force Base 
uh, early Wednesday morning. He's going to skip the inauguration at that. At that point, he will have no more presidential power. And what folks in Congress are betting on specifically, I think some of the Republican uh, senators who would not like to be on the record voting to remove a Republican president is that the further we get away from not only uh, January 6th, but also the uh, Trump presidency, the more naturally our eyes will fixate on problems that are in the here and now and not a, a, a punishment that needs to be meted out for somebody that is no longer in power. So uh, time, time I, I heals that that is, that is their strategy. So kind of a time, not time heals all wounds, but uh, time, time tends to uh, add uh, buffering so people can get distracted by other things. Other things get more important. Uh, what we are all fired up today about may not be a big deal tomorrow because we've had some time. So that's kind of what they're doing, right? They just Well, and also it's it's what Joe Biden wants to do. Like as much as people make a um you can say that the first 100 days is only ceremonial because we gave it the name the first 100 days. There's nothing mm-hmm. magical about it. It's not like there is a, a a a sacred energy that reverberates throughout the chamber or anybody's particularly nicer in those first 100 days. The only thing that the first 100 days really buys you is the idea that other things have yet to happen. And that's what happens in government. Other things happen. Crises mm-hmm. happen. Uh, uh, issues happen. Certain uh, uh, politicians face other problems, and now they have their alignment shifted one degree left or right. So uh, uh, if you if you are operating with a playing field, specifically one that now is advantageous to the Democrats because they control the Senate by way of a 50-50 tiebreaker with Kamala Harris, then now might be the time to hit the gas on what you want to do as opposed to taking time out to impeach. But that's going to be up to the leadership of uh, of, of the Senate in the next couple of days. Now, you're in California. How does it work when I know this has already probably taken place and I haven't paid a lot of attention to it, but Kamala Harris stepping down from her job in the Senate to now yeah. assume the job of vice president and slash president of the Senate. Um how do they replace her? What is that process? Do we have to vote for somebody or not? No, 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 no. That's already done. Uh, the, uh, she, he, she will be replaced by, I believe, oh man, I'm going to say Padilla, but I don't think it's Padilla. Uh, uh, a, an incoming Senator that was named by the governor. He will then run for her seat when her term comes up, uh, in this next midterm. Cause she was elected the same night that Trump won to the Senate back in 2016. So he will face uh, uh, a a test in the next two years. So that's a state governor decision, not decision oh, to it do it. But nice. uh, who, I got it. They, Padilla. It is Padilla. Okay. Uh, uh, yes, yes. The, 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 the governor names the replacement. And then so when Kamala Harris resigned, she resigned to the uh, to the governor, but he had already made his selection on who would replace her. So this back to this mythical not mythical but this 100 the first 100 days which we've kind of enshrined as a yes. as a thing no, it, it might it might be overhyped but it is not mythical it is, it is not <laughs> it does uh, exist there are 100 not, days it is not not a centaur nor a minotaur <laughs> nor any other mythological beast or creature or anything else with half man half uh horse any of those no. any combination of those um so uh what was my point going to be with that uh oh why why is that so important i mean is it just the here's the time you have to establish 
all of your plans, your changes, your tweaks, your agenda, why limit it to 100? It's not like there's an election at the end of that cycle where suddenly there's a big up. No, turn. no, no, no. In fact, it's 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 not a coincidence that it's the furthest away from your election that you will be, yeah. <laughs> which is which is part of the other thing is that you can it is it is the dark side of the moon when it comes to elections. You are you're never going to be further away from re-election of the president. Uh, here's why it's important. And a lot of this has gotten clouded by the fact that we don't have what for most of our lifetime has been the regular schedule for uh, uh, these kinds of elections, specifically the idea that an election happens on election night, we have a winner and then the nation, whether or not they're upset or excited agrees. All right. Well, this person's going to be in charge. Uh, uh, we all gave it our best shot. Let's, if you don't care about politics all the time, time to stop caring about politics. If you do care about politics, now you're going to care about the first hundred days. Uh, yeah. You have a relative time of calm. Usually uh, we do not have that this time. We did not have that after 2016. You're able to negotiate with people behind the scenes. And more specifically, it shows you what the priorities of the president are going to be. Cause obviously during a campaign, a lot of things are said. Yeah. Uh, and so now you're going to really get the first measure of what they want to do. Do they want to go big initially? Do they want to get stuff done? Like maybe have more middle of the road stuff that they want to hammer in. Uh, uh, beyond that, you have the question of if uh, uh, there is going to be any kind of, uh, you know, opposition based on the idea of a mandate. Mm. Like that's something that, that we usually used to hear about. Okay. Well, there's a mandate for the president to do X, Y, or Z. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and now, you know, I don't even know if that exists anymore now that we are very, very, very bare knuckle in terms of uh, how much we, we we fight for every inch of legislative real estate. So I was thinking of you when um, I read a headline about Schumer and McConnell coming together for some sort of agreement about how they wouldn't let stuff get stuck in committees. They would They would push things to the floor for votes and they would do so jointly. And it was, it was kind of this coming together of the two leaders of both halves of the Senate. And all I could think of is that you would probably tell me that that was just to ensure lots of lunches for, <laughs> for these politicians. Right. Cause that's what that is. Like at the end of the day, like does, does that mean, I mean, I got, I mean, a part of me wants to be optimistic about that and go, Oh, well, all right, this is, um, that, that feels like a, an olive leaf of, of a sort between, these factions where where maybe real work gets done more often and and it's a little less backstabby or whatever. Um, but I'm I, I I don't feel like I'm that naive anymore, and I don't think that'll probably happen. So at the end of it, I just went. And Justin's probably right. They're just gonna have lunch and stuff. A lot, a lot more lunches, food. You know. Well, I mean, I, I I think more might get done now because. What you can say about the last four years is everybody in politics made a lot of money. Yeah. And they made a lot of money being very, very mad about what the how much money the other group of people were making, which in terms which in turn made everybody else mad, which made them give money to the politicians. Right. We don't know whether or not that's the case right now. Mm. We don't know exactly how much people are going to be dialed in. We don't know. Uh, 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 
you know, what, what, what it's going to be. And a 50, 50 Senate is a tricky thing to navigate. Like you are a, you don't have one party that can block stuff. You got two. <laughs> so I think it is advantageous for, for both of them to say, all right, well, let's, let's let things kind of go forward a little bit more, but uh, uh, you are right, Scott. Uh, it, it, at the end of the day, all roads lead to lunches for the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just as I suspected. Um, all right. If they don't, if this the, the Trump thing, uh, you know, post post election uh, impeachment removal trial, all that stuff does or doesn't happen. I want to try to get you to make a broad prediction here. Let's jump to 2024. Who do you, if you had to pick today? Do we have I, to? Yes. We, I mean, are we going to really, like, I, I'm, I'm doing very can we well just with the chat right the next now. Four no years, one's called me a want. white supremacist and a racist yet. Can I please go one, I do. one segment I where, I, where you're not going to make me talk about Trump? Here's all I want, because I don't, I don't, let's forget about Trump for now. Let's say he's out of it. And and I, and I know that, you know, if, if he was actually removed by the Senate and the vote went through, he can't run for office again. If mm-hmm. they don't, he could. But let's just for a second pretend he's not going to run again at all and has nothing to do with anything in 2024. Okay. Other than an influence on the side, right? Marty, it'll be his kids. <laughs> <laughs> so that's part of my question. Do you, what, who do you think in this, in this fracturing and, 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 um, you know, kind of messy internal goings on in the Republican Party right now in terms of, you know, identity and who's who and what's what and what does conservatism mean anymore? And, uh, you know, are, are we queuing on? Are we not queuing on? All this sort of thing. Who in that m- miasma do you do? You, if you had to pick today, because I like when you make predictions, who do you say? Oh, yeah, that guy will be the front runner in 2024. Again, no, no Donald J. Trump in the mix. And you can use one of his kids if you want. But who do you think? Who do you think is that guy or lady? Um, Is it Josh Hawley? Is it? No, it's very hard. It's very hard because there was a meta and then January 6th, I think, really shook it up. Yeah. But we don't know exactly how much it got shaken up. So uh, uh, the meta before January 6th was whether or not Trump runs again, there is this working class Trump base that people are going to want to inherit right and among the people that would most likely inherit it were were mike pence ted cruz josh hawley blah 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 um mike pence took himself out of that running uh of leading up to and during uh january 6th because he kind of like reestablished himself with this other side of the like we we described it on PX3 as uh, uh, the the splitting of the GOP into the uh, ye old and ye ha Republicans, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and and so the the ye old are going to be principled. You're going to hear that a lot. Principled conservatism, a a a <laughs> bedrock. Uh, uh, we're going to go back to the way it used to, old glory. Blah blah blah. Bring them sexy back. What was that? Bringing sexy back. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, if, if, if you consider 
a, uh, a, a heritage foundation luncheon, a real erotic affair. I that do. Yes, indeed, <laughs> it is bringing sexy back. Wow. Uh, uh, meanwhile, you have the Yeehaw Republicans, which is going to be the kind of like rebranded version of Trump's base, working class, not the country club. This is the dive bar. This is uh, uh, going to be trying to uh, hoover up some of the the voters that the Democrats are leaving behind as they become ever more coastal and college educated. You 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 want to take that element of of the country up to and including uh, a, a lot of uh, uh, increased minority support. So mm. right now, I have I have no idea if I were to make a guess of people with really high profiles and executive experience that. Uh, uh, might have the, the the juice. It would be Pence, but I also think he's a terrible candidate. So mm. uh, uh, I I have I have no idea. Yeah, I kind of don't either, which is why I ask. Because normally I could go, well, you know, that rising star, so and so, but it feels like that all got those eggs got scrambled a bit earlier in the month, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, to- I mean, look, what happened on the sixth is by all available polling. And by anecdotal uh, uh, observation, is was was a bridge too far, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, uh, if if they had stayed outside the Capitol and just chanted, it would have been something that I think Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz would still be there saying, "Well, you know, look, if Trump's old and he decides he doesn't want to run, or God forbid something happens to him health wise, then then uh, th- that's that's theirs for the taking." But as soon as they run up into the Capitol and start you know, smashing stuff and stealing laptops and trying to sell it to the Russians and, and the Q shamans there and, and all that, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, you know, that, that, that kind of takes it from a, 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 a theme of revolution to actual revolution. And in general, that is an all or nothing proposition. And you can't do that from inside the government. Yeah. 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 Like that, my favorite video, because uh, lately there have been a bunch of video taken inside there during the riot mm-hmm. and being mm-hmm. now just surfacing, and some of it is freaky. But some of it is, like, there's this guy who's rifling through Ted Cruz's desk in the Senate chamber. Oh, yeah. And he says, it's fine, it's fine. I think Ted would want me to do this. <laughs> He'd want me to do this, yeah. <laughs> and he's just ripping through, rifling through Cruz his would be, desk. Cruz would be okay with this. Yeah, he'd be fine with it. And I'm like, I don't know. Even if he likes you, I don't think he'd be fine with it. I mean, I'll it. tell you what. The funny thing is, is if the opinion polls had stayed higher, Ted Cruz might have brought him on, on stage and said, I think that you're a great person, <laughs> and I'm very glad that you stole my papers. <laughs> That's a pretty good Ted Cruz. Not bad. All right. Well, uh, that's where we're at, everybody. Tomorrow's the big day. Uh, I saw that they, because they can't do the, you know so much of this in-person stuff, they put a, a flag out for every person that would be there. Uh, so I think, yeah, of all the the uh, yeah. representatives of, I think it's like 200 and something flags of all the, or no, maybe less than that, of all the, the states and territories. Um, yeah. it's, it's a thing. They got a lot of flags. They're, they're going to flag it up and, uh, 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 it, there's going to be a lot of music. Garth Brooks is going to perform. Um, uh, 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 let me ask you this. You know, the new radicals are going to reunite Scott. I heard about this. Really? Yeah. I hear they yeah, get with right. the did you not, did you not hear about this? The new I radicals not for the first time this. in 20 years is going to reform. So wait, doesn't no, that include, uh, what, how, 
isn't Marilyn Manson's in that group or something? No, 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 no. no. They talk. They name check Marilyn Manson. There was a, like uh, they name check Marilyn Manson and Courtney Beck Love. Hanson and Courtney Love fashion yes. shows with Beck and Hanson, Courtney Love and Marilyn, Marilyn Manson. Manson. You're all fakes. Run to your mansions. Come around. We'll kick, <laughs> we'll your, kick your ass. ass. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's what um, I'm thinking. Yeah. Then. Okay. All right. Well, look at I that. wonder if they're going to replace those lyrics. Mm. Because they're a little dated now. Mm-hmm. I don't a little know if you can say kick your ass in at an inauguration. <laughs> no, but it rhymes is the problem. So yeah. got to figure out a, a new a new couplet Take for uh, mansions. Cash. I was thinking a lot about them after I read that news because, number one, I mean, number, that single still is great. It's, yeah. It is yeah. it is an awesome single. Slaps. And, and it, it retains some of that late 90s vibe without feeling super late 90s -hmm. someday we'll know that was the other big single they had Mm. Uh, they were were a two-hit wonder yeah (laughs) but yeah they broke up right after that um Mm -hmm. and uh uh, uh, i guess the guy was a a producer and a lyricist for a bunch of other people Mm -hmm. but uh, uh it'll be it'll be interesting to see them but in listening to you get what you give i was like oh man these guys really filled the Maroon Five slot before Maroon Five came around. <laughs> yeah, they kind of did. Yeah, yeah, they prepared the way. You have so, like, the, so that, if that the new radicals are getting back together, falsetto lead kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this gives me more hope for a Spin Doctors reunion. Yeah, well, you've been chomping at the bit for that for years. <laughs> Just chomping at the bit for that. Hey, yeah. they're, they're, aren't they still touring? I don't know. No, think the, so. dude, uh, the dude, the uh, dude performs solo. Um, the uh, singer guy, right? Singer guy, um, God, what's his name? He actually had throat cancer issues for a while, if I remember correctly. It was some sort of medical they were issue. Like, not too long ago, though, right? A couple years ago. Oh, were they? Maybe they. Maybe they've already gotten back together, and I didn't know. They broke up again, man. Uh, <laughs> catch up. There was an opportunity. Chris Barron. That's it. Chris Barron. Ashley um, knows one of the people who's playing in spin doctors and uh we we were invited they were playing at this this festival about an hour and a half north of us and uh we were invited to go hang out with them and uh we just didn't because it was an hour and a half away (laughs) (laughs) that's a reason enough for me a lot well okay i i grossly exaggerated the size of the split what's great is wikipedia has those stripes that tell you the members of a band and like how they changed around i love those those infographics yeah 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 so you can Um, see who was there the entire time right exactly (laughs) and there's like Chris Barron, Eric Schenkman, and Aaron Cornus are the three guys who've, or four guys, Mark White, who've been in the whole time. But there's a large gap in the early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s, where nothing's happening. And I think that's where I heard that they uh, they, they broke up. And I thought there was some sort of medical issue with uh I'm glad um, to hear it isn't. Chris that Barron. does sound familiar. Hmm. It, it sounds yeah. like they might have taken a... Uh... Oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, May 17th, 1999, two weeks before the release of their album, Here Comes the Bride, Baron woke up unable to talk, lost his voice due to a rare acute form of vocal cord paralysis that severely affected his ability to talk, let alone sing. Weird. He had a 50-50 chance of ever talking or singing normally again, and uh, then his voice came back in early 2000. That's crazy. So that's why they went quiet. It wasn't because the band broke up or something. That's right. Okay. Literally went quiet. Yeah, that's insane. That's better than cancer, though. That's way better than cancer. Yeah, way better than cancer. Yeah, but I'm going to start a band called Better Than Cancer. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> better Sounds than good. cancer. That that feels like more more of an album. <laughs> it does. Yeah, <laughs> <a bad name. laughs> 
Yeah. Well, we'll see what we can get. In fact, done. your band name should just be Cancer. Yeah, there you go. And the album and then the should be better, better, better than Cancer. Better than Cancer. Yeah, I like it. Uh, well, we've we've solved all the problems, that included. Hey, Justin, it's uh, always fun to have you on. Uh, Tuesdays wouldn't be the same without it. Uh, but there's more. And uh, is there anything in particular you should be uh, making people listen to this week? Uh, sure, sure, sure. So uh, uh, obviously, inauguration day episode coming out tomorrow. Politics, politics, politics. We will be joined... To reset the political world by my mom. Mm. My mom comes back on the show. Oh, the great write-in vote of 2016. That's fantastic. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, presidential vote receiver in 2016 and 2020. Two-time presidential (laughs) vote receiver, Gloria Young. Um, And uh, uh, we will be uh, 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 talking about that. Oh, and I got a new merch store. Oh, uh, hmm. politicsmerch.com. Politicsmerch.com is where you can get uh, your PX3 merch, uh, mugs, masks, a pillow. Somebody got a pillow uh, yesterday, <laughs> a t shirt, <laughs> all, all, all sorts oh, of very stuff. Cool. Oh, yeah, look at that. Uh, uh, but yeah, the logos for politics, 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 for. Uh, raise the dead raise the dead season one raise the yeah. dead season two it is all there for you just head on over to politics merch i love com. it yeah this is awesome i'm amazed you got politics merch.com feels like that would have been a uh yeah a url that was snatched up but uh good job snatching that up yep i'm a snatcher baby I'm, I'm, <laughs> if, if, if van was a little younger he's almost two now so he doesn't wear these anymore but um i want to get that logo onesie with your face on it for him <laughs> he's too big uh, now, i actually though. have a mask on the way i got a, i got a mask but i think i had to do one with the raise the dead logo on it because it would be too weird if i had a mask with my own face <laughs> on on the mask that yeah. would be well we did that, that with be, Ibbit. That would be a little weird. we did that with the ibit face and uh yeah i don't know if i ever saw you wearing it did i see you wearing it brian i don't know if you did um uh, I, I have know. it upstairs <laughs> one of these days I mean, you it would be it would be a little fine. small for my giant head yeah <laughs> Yeah. It would be fine if if we were in like a like a con situation or something like that. I just don't know if I if I have the if I have the fortitude to walk walk around and just have people have it dawn on people like is that is, is that the is same that, guy? Is that you? Is he wearing you anything wear at all? Your own? Should I be mad at him because he's not wearing a mask? But is that is Although that I actually? If I wore a picture of my face on a mask, then people would know what my face looked like. Yeah, actually, maybe you're onto something here. Personalized face masks for everybody. And then we're not so strangery to each other. We just look like anime characters where our mouths don't move very much. Right? Mm-hmm. We're just sort of, how's it going? Oh, oh wait. Oh, yeah, maybe just the mouth. No, because then you nobody gets the the the, the, the mouth size right. No. You know, it always right, just looks exactly. like you have a gigantic, uh, uh, a gigantic mouth. That's the that's the issue with the uh, the the mask when I wear it, is that it doesn't, like, it looks like I've got a much smaller mouth in a uh a little black square. I've yet to find one that truly fits me because I have a giant noggin. There's just oh, no I've got. Uh, Tina, uh, I'll talk to you after the show, Tina. I've got some some masks. Oh, you got some, oh, some larger ones. All right, maybe yes. you can find me some hats while you're at it because it's the same problem. I can't find any hats that fit me. I can't help you there. All right, <laughs> uh, Justin. Always a pleasure. Check this out. Whoops. The jury will now retire. Yay! Remember it, Justin Robert Young. Everybody, we'll see you later. Well done, sir. Yep. Didn't have to be reminded. 
Oh, I see someone in the chat tried to remind me. I didn't see your reminder. I did it on my own, Dreadneck. <laughs> <clears throat> I did it on my own. Okay. Brian, good did news. All by myself. Good yes. news. We have a bonus mashup today. <gasps> Ooh, bonus. Yeah, a bonus. Bone us. All right. This is what we're gonna do. <laughs> we're gonna play we're gonna play this bonus mashup. It's called Bonus Mashup Aussie Woman. And I'm okay. told by Jamie that this features a lot of Brian impressions. All right. Really? Aussie woman, though. All right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So sit back and let this wash over you like a warm stream. Here it comes. Okay. Right now. Hey, just getting my pollen. Don't they, mind me. They got a thing in their bum. Do, 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 do. <laughs> just getting some pollen. Anyway, we're here to fix the cable. <laughs> Still have to use one chicken. One chicken you still have to use. Rest is lab grown. And no RFID chips. We promise. There are no RFID chips in this one chicken much plant product. Yeah. Hi, can I take your order as soon as I'm finished posting this Instagram yeah. of how much I hate my job? Juab County? Juab. That's Juab. It's a, a religious muscle. Hi, I'm going to go work on my Juabs. <laughs> Oh, that was I'm gonna work on my judelts. That was a terrible joke. Don't eat your meat on on the Thursday. <laughs> Don't eat your meat on the Friday. <laughs> <laughs> my back seat looks like you've exploded a cow in there, and you're naming it after my company. What are you doing? They don't pay me enough for this. It looks like you took a shit. Admitted undergoing uh, regular Mugworth V steam treatments at the Ticken Spa in Santa Monica, which cleanses her private parts and uterus and Dumbledore provides. Perform this. <laughs> It was a place. It's a sorting hat. You're going to go to the Mugworth Bee Steam Treatments at the Tickon Spa. Vaginas clean out us. <laughs> oh, well, no, I still don't have it. Uh, it's not done. Uh, still don't. Uh, oh, you're not oh, quite. You oh, there you go. Now yeah, I'm in focus. Yeah, yeah. All right, good. Well, it's very sparkly. I made you an Apple watch band from my own human hair. Mr. Tench, have I not told you how I made this <laughs> Hello, thing? Hello, Agent Ford. Hello, Agent Tench. <laughs> you know, I was going to throw that lawnmower out, but, you know, it would be a much better idea. Yeah, we to, uh, shoot that shit. Take it fill it up with tannerite and go shoot it in the woods. That's right. Well, Casalupa is going to be my uh, appetizer, and I'm going to have a, uh, a taco salad and a Mexican pizza right after. Could that. you take these same seven ingredients and make a whole nother dish? That's right. <laughs> Thank you. This next paragraph is a quote. You need to do it in one of your accents okay. for the Australian. All right. So this is a female, so higher voice, yep. Australian. All right, here we go. <clears throat> It had to jump a couple of fences to actually get to me, and by the last fence, I thought, oh my god, this kangaroo is not going to stop. <laughs> I like that you prefaced it by saying, all right, female, and then just didn't do anything close. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> or are you saying all females in Australia sound like men? <laughs> oh, that part about the seven ingredients made me laugh. I don't know why. <laughs> Also, you doing a voice of uh, what's his name on that show and talking about Agent Tench oh, makes me miss that show. Oh, I know. Show. Yeah, it makes me miss Mindhunter. It's yeah. So good. Gosh dang it. Oh. Netflix, work a deal out. Come back, Mindhunter. I need Come to know. Back. Bill Tench sitting on a bed with his hands in his face. I can't just be left like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's such a good show. <coughs> it made me choke on the smoothie my wife made me. Mm. Got a seed in the wrong hole. Hey, look at this. Hello. We, uh, we're done with the show. I'd like to thank everybody for being here. Thanks for listening live and those who listen later, for those who support us and everybody else in between, frogpants.com slash TMS. <laughs> if you're looking for anything, you want to email us, themorningstream at gmail.com. Lots of great feedback in there nestled among all the emails about vagina candles exploding. So keep those coming. 
We appreciate it. That's going to do it for today's show. But before we go, we have to play music. So, Brian, please play it. Yes. Lex, who goes by All Red. Oh, no, I think that might be his last name. But it's in parentheses. I thought that might be his chat room name. I don't know who you are in the in the real world or on the fake world, but uh, but in my spreadsheet, you're known as Lex. I have a I have a niece named Lexi, and we call her Lex, and her last name is Allred. So we have a Lex oh. Allred in my in my family. Yeah. Anyway, did she used to own a coffee shop? No. Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's too young. Well. She's uh, I think she twenty twenty. I think she's 20. Okay. Yeah, that's a little early. That's a little young to be uh, used to owning a coffee shop. Uh, I'll tell you how I figured that out. So uh, Lex's email begins, I used to own a coffee shop. And... Okay. And this person was a regular visitor. When I found out he made music professionally, I looked him up and found this amazing cover. I'm also a big fan of his blues rock project, Raven Eye, but this is such a fun cover, I keep going back to it. Uh, the performer's name is Ollie Brown, O-L-I Brown, and um, this is some great, man, it's an all blues rock music day here on the show, mm-hmm. uh, which is just fine with me. It's a great, great genre. This is Ollie Brown from the 2010 album Heads I Win, Tales You Lose with a cover of Black Street's No Diggity. Oh, it's perfect. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow for another Wednesday edition of the show. Thanks for being here. We'll see you then. Should it get down, good Lord? Baby got them open all over town. Strictly bet she won't play around Cover much ground Got game by the pound Get a paid as a forte Each and every day A true play away I can't get her out of my mind I think about the girl all the time East side to the west side Pushing back rides It's no surprise She got tricks in the stash Stacking up the cash Cash when it comes to the gas By no means She's on where she's got to have it Baby, you're perfect and I wanna get in Can I get down so I can I like the way you work it No diggity I got to bag it, bag it up I like the way you work it No diggity I got to bag it up I like the way you work it No diggity I got to bag it, bag it up I like the way you work it No diggity I got to bag it up She's got class and style Street knowledge by the pound Baby, never out wow Very low-key on the profile Catching villains is a no Let me tell you how it goes Cause the word spins the verb Lovers that cuss so freak what you heard Oh, rolling with the fatness You don't even know what the half is Shorty, bam, bam, to look your way I like the way you're working Jump tight all day, every day You're blowing my mind, maybe in time Baby, I can get you in my life I like the way you're working No diggity I got to bag it, bag it up I like the way you're working No diggity I got to bag it up I like the way you're working No diggity I got to bag it, bag it up I like the way you're working No diggity I got to bag it up
I got to bag it, bag it up. I like the way you work it, no diggity. I got to bag it up. I like the way you work it, no diggity. I got to bag it, bag it up. I like the way you work it, no diggity. Show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. It takes heat to bring out the odor. Uh huh.